Uga shaka, uga, uga, uga shaka. I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me. Well, I hooked on a feeling about I'm high on believing that you're in love with me. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is so great to be recording again. We are now past the first week of the playoffs, and I have Riley Metcalf joining us on this wonderful episode of the Mad Trash Collective. Dawson couldn't make it, but because of his girlfriend's graduation party, didn't know she was still in high school, but you know. <laughs> Simp. <laughs> Good for him. I am joined by the lovely Riley Metcalf. Riley, how you doing? Uh, you know, I'm doing great. Uh, you know, last time I was on the pod, it was just me and Conrad, because uh, you were gone, and he was telling me that there was some discussion of me being a third host on this, but now that I've hosted with just him and now with just you, I feel like I've basically gotten to have that role, so uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of the stand-in host, I guess, which is uh, fine for me. I don't need the full commitment, but I'll hop on whenever needed. An, a great fill-in, arguably better than just Conrad and I. Um, <laughs> Riley, share some uh, share some Chiefs-aholic news. Yeah, well, I, I mean, we've been discussing it in the group chat. I'm <laughs> sure everyone's at least seen a little bit of this. Um, uh, it's wild. I mean, what what else can you really say besides it's just crazy? Uh, the Chiefs superfan community as a whole apparently just feel uh, seems to be filled with cr- criminals. Um, <laughs> you know, you have X Factor, who was apparently like a meth head, and there were rumors he was maybe a pedophile and avoiding his taxes, and then he beat up the guy at Arrowhead and his band from the stadium. And then you got uh, Chiefsaholic now, who... If you didn't really know him before, like my dad said, he didn't recognize him, but he's always like front row in his wolf costume. And uh, I guess they, they cut to him a lot. I've definitely seen him on TV and I've seen the account on Twitter. It has like 40,000 followers. Uh, he's apparently been robbing banks to uh, support his chiefs and uh, gambling habits, which, you know, we can all relate, can't we, fellas? I mean, yeah. A true Renaissance man. <laughs> Nothing um, like robbing a bank to throw a huge parlay. I mean, I get it. <laughs> you know what? I am, I think it's fair to call him Robin Hood at this point. He <laughs> presumably went to and donated at uh, a 15 and Mahomes fundraiser with just stolen money and then posted yeah. it all over the internet. Also, yeah. lying about going to K-State, I... Yeah, that was the wrinkle that was the most confusing to me. <laughs> he just, like, is lied about going to K-State. I mean, nothing against K-State. You know, Shea and uh, Dawson spent a year there. But, I mean, it's not like... It's not Harvard. I don't know why we're pretending that we went there. Like, it's it's just a school. So, I don't know what he's up to. But it's very, very strange, the whole story. It's a very attainable goal to have graduated from Kansas State University. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's not... Yeah. I was looking at his Twitter. He was also just like being creepy to women. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, he does wear a wolf costume uh, most of the time. So, yeah, you know. I guess he just uh, <laughs> the inner wolf finally came out. Yeah, he's he's like the wolf in the cartoons. It's like bashing himself with a mallet over the head because like a pretty woman walked by. Like <laughs> steam, steam is coming out of his ears. Yeah, it was a real great sight on Twitter this past week. I very much enjoyed it. 
Um, yeah. Well, yeah, that was the only news we wanted to share from the realm of sports right now, unless you want to share anything about your... Uh, well, actually, uh, you know, a couple other things did happen this weekend I kind of forgot about. Uh, the World Cup final happened. I don't think... Yeah, that would have happened uh, after last episode, so that's topical. Uh, crazy, crazy match. Um, admittedly, I uh, woke up when it was already an extra time, so I missed <laughs> most of it, but... <laughs> Um, crazy ending. Messi, the goat, getting his World Cup finally. I'm sure Conrad was uh very excited for some reason that I can't fully explain. And um, the other news, obviously, uh, I was I, I got a shout out last week uh, for hosting some Indiana grads uh, with me, and we went to the game in Lawrence. And um, that's probably all I'll say about the game is that we were there in person because there's not a lot to say about the play of the team because it was uh, terrible. So. Uh, I'm just going to move on and uh, not dwell on the past because we're one or no in our last one. We won last night, so really that's all that matters. One game winning streak. Personally, did not watch it, but I'm uh, glad to hear that you had fun. Yeah, I mean, we had a great time. It's always fun to be. And it was weird because I've been to a bunch of games in Lawrence uh, as a KU fan. You know, my parents both graduated from there, uh, the law school. So it's uh, it was definitely weird being on the opposite side of that and like I was you know there were times I'm like wait normally I'm clapping right now but I'm you know rooting for the other team and it was kind of confusing but uh still a good day good to see my friends and uh yeah I think we can move on to the league yeah awesome well I think we have to discuss first the absolute shithousery that is happening with Declan Shit. <laughs> he is <laughs> Just thrown it to the wind. He losing twice in a row now, third in total. If they were championships, he would be by far the winner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he is as he once uh, had his team named a dirty dynasty. He's a sicko's dynasty. It uh, you know, you never want to see the same team lose twice in a year. It kind of takes some fun out of it. I was rooting for Frankie to win, or I guess win the sack lose um but you know now we're back to discussing when he is gonna run this 5k (laughs) yeah perfect world what do do we see out of this 5k you know i definitely think track is ideal because um and we discussed this section the other night a little bit off the pod but uh (laughs) if it's at like a big uh park or even like through a neighborhood that means we have to like kind of follow them. And that sounds terrible. I want to be lazy and just stand there. And so tracks ideal. Cause you can just sort of pivot in a circle and have eyes on them at all times. Um, and then, you know, I think the idea of like a tank seven is a good idea. Cause it's um, you know, it's, it's a heavier beer, certainly gets you a little dizzy, but it's not, um, you know, the, the, it's not the grossest. Yeah. We could definitely be a lot meaner as far as, I mean, there are some beers out there that, I would throw up off of uh, one of them, even if I didn't run a 5K. So yeah, I mean, uh, we could do like a 10% sour. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, a milk stout or something. That could be gross. So yeah, you know. I applaud Declan for you know taking his punishment, much like Tampia has done throughout the year. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be quite a sight. I'm assuming everyone who is in town will be there for this event, um, and. Bonus, it's going to be absolutely freezing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to wear your long underwear. Declan <laughs> is hopefully going to wear pants. Um, you know, 
what do you think the over under is on him being able to like what do, what do you think like 30 minutes 35 uh i mean i feel like we're not factoring the beer drinking time when we've been talking about the times on this like when tanky said if it's not under 30 that's a failure i mean come on now tanky let's settle down here we're not all track it. stars i would say <laughs> i would say if you factor in the uh the drinking part of it, probably around 45 minutes is probably what I would say the OU is. And, uh, you know, because Declan's a former uh, cross-country guy, we'll give him the under. <laughs> I think he's better cut out for it than some in this group. But... Oh, he's way better cut out for it than me. It w- I'm just telling you guys now, it would take me an hour and a half to do this. <laughs> would you plan on walking it a lot of the time, Ryan? I feel like I would have to at a certain point. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> real punishment is just going to be moving in the cold with, at some point, five beers in your stomach. Yeah, I mean, at that point, I feel like I would, I would either be walking or I would just throw it all up and then keep running. But I think a good, I'm scouting out, I've been scouting out some options. I think rockers wouldn't be the worst idea. Um, mm-hmm. I think that it's most likely going to happen at Southwest because that track is just terrible. Um, you know. But it's going to be covered in snow regardless, and I'm excited to see it. So, uh, yeah. Riley, what do you do if you're Declan moving on from this season? Like, do you uh, throw in the towel, accept you <laughs> your fate as the lowest of the low, or do you uh, try and come back next year and not lose it all? <laughs> well, you definitely got to come back next year. You know, you can't go out on this note. Uh, if you go out on two straight sackos, I mean, that's just admitting defeat, but um you know i look at it like you said this i think last week on the pod you know five and nine and getting the sacco is not the worst year you know what i mean like definitely there have been years where there are people in this league that are one and eleven two and ten i mean in my college league our last our lowest guy is like one and twelve on the regular season so like you know he didn't just have an absolutely terrible year he just has to get better. I think the most surprising thing is you talk about, you know, a Sacco dynasty. I think if we were all going to just randomly say who would that would be, it would be Tommy, but it's not <laughs> Tommy. In fact, I don't know if Tommy even has a Sacco. So, I he does. I, he might have the lowest win average. but Yeah, yet he avoids it. So, uh, you know, I, I think Declan's a former champion. He's just uh, he's got to get back to his winning ways. Yeah, but you know. he was playing against, like, the equivalent of milkmen and plumbers back then. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. I mean, I look at this roster right now. I don't hate it. I mean, Joe Mixon, Justin Herbert, Brandon Ayuk, Mike Evans on paper. He's not really what happened in reality, but I don't hate it. Yeah, but, you know, here we are, and he's going to have to take six or five milk stouts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is what it is. Well... I guess we can move on from that. Rest in peace, Declan Shea. I'm looking forward <laughs> to seeing you the day after Christmas. Riley, let's talk this past week. Um, I'm sure you want to take your victory lap. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I mean, it's – I'm in rarefied air here. This is uh, a place that I haven't really ever been before, which is uh, the top four here looking for an actual championship. Um, you know, I uh, – I had a decent week last week. Obviously, I could have scored more. Deontay Foreman had a, a zero piece, which Cambo kind of <laughs> called. When, unfortunately, I did not listen. Um, I yeah. think, actually, this week he will not be in my starting lineup, uh, which is honestly more matchup-based. But uh, Are you starting Chubba? 
No, I think I'll be starting Raheem Mostert probably uh, based on like, the Packers' uh, run defense. But, um, yeah, you know, it's all about peaking at the right time. And I would say this, you know, um, the ball kind of finally bounced my way a little bit here at the end of the year because, you know, it's always the meme and I get clowned for it a little bit, which is fine. But, like, the guy who's got the third most points and, like, is out of the playoffs, like, has just got <laughs> bad luck. Like, that is kind of me. And there have been a lot of years that has been me. And this year it was. And I was on the outside looking and kind of needed a miracle, which I got with Ramondre's injury. And, you know, the ball finally bounced my way and I feel justified. I feel uh, <laughs> like I, I feel like I owe no one an apology because I scored the third most points. And so, you know, I, I deserve to be here in the top four. You were um, perennially a team who was scoring a decent amount, but just missing the playoffs, or at the very yeah. least getting eliminated in the first round. I think yeah. you're everyone's favorite right now. I mean, I definitely wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't. Maybe Joe. Uh, I think. I think it's one of those deals where it's like uh, the, the league as a whole is just rooting for the winner of Joe and I's matchup. You know, you can't have back-to-back Dawsons. You can't have Conrad ever. So, really. Uh, I think our matchup's the one to look at, and I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Uh, we can get into it a little bit later, but I'm liking my chances. So I yeah, will definitely be rooting for you. Don't get me wrong, you or Joe. Um, we can touch on it real quickly, but uh, how are you feeling about the Conrad Anthony game? Yeah, I mean Conrad just kind of absolutely uh, ran away with it. Like it was never really in doubt. Um, which I think is kind of the story of Cambo's season. I mean, Cambo last week uh, scored like 70 points as well. So, um, you know, there wasn't anything crazy that happened in this matchup. I mean, Tua kind of wasn't the player he always was uh, to start the year. And the fact that he was getting so much out of Jamal Williams all year long was bound to stop at some point. I mean, he's in a committee on the Lions. Like, there was a point where – that's just not going to be sustainable. Um, yeah, I mean, the T. Higgins one is a bummer. He got fooled after last week's warm up and uh, <laughs> didn't play him. And obviously, keeping Jawan Johnson on your bench is uh, tough. But I mean, I don't know. Conrad's team. What I like about it is that uh, he's still got Saquon and that Najee's been playing better. Uh, and Kelsey obviously is a weapon, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, you look at the quarterback situation without Kyler, it's uh, it's kind of dry. And also, you know, A.J. Brown without having Jalen Hurts this week, he may not be nearly as effective. So, you, I know, mean, you know, you never know. It's definitely going – I would say Conrad's team is trending downward no matter how much yelling and screaming he does about how he's decided <laughs> to start Jared Goff instead of Kyler Murray because of Kyler Murray's playoff schedule. Um, I really just, I, Conrad, you know, I love you, but I just, I can't deal with you winning more in this league. I think (laughs) I'm very much after a heartbreaking loss last year where I beat you by less than a point to go to the championship. I think Dawson could do the same to you. I think he, I think he could just narrowly, narrowly edge you out. Um, I would definitely... I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not looking forward to a playoff championship with either Dawson or Conrad in the finals. But ugh, that just that just gives you the chills. I mean, you'd root for Dawson, but I don't know. This would be his third. 
And, you know, no one likes to see a dynasty form. You want to see some fresh blood. So, yeah. I mean, I think Joe could do it if <clears throat> Jalen Hurts comes back this week. I mean, there's still some stuff up in the air. I have him in my other league where I'm now in the top four facing my roommate. Mm. Yeah, no, it'll be it'll be fine. So I'm probably, if Jalen Hurts can't go, I'm probably going to have to start Trevor Lawrence instead, which admittedly I would prefer over Jared Goff. Sorry, Conrad. <laughs> um, <laughs> would you prefer him over Gardner Minshew, though? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Gardner Minshew... <laughs> This is this is gonna sound bad, but uh, Gardner Minshew wasn't able to do the walkthrough today because he was giving the eulogy at Mike Leach's funeral. <laughs> yeah, but he's got that Mike Leach uh, power with him, and they were in the all black alternates. You know, you got you gotta love it. Ugh, I uh, I think Minshew mania strikes this week. I will be placing a wager on Eagles money line. So. <laughs> What's the uh? What's the over or what's the what is it? Well, they went from like minus four to plus four, so it's a crazy swing without Jalen Hurts. So now that they're underdogs, I think I like them with the Minshew yeah. Mania. Yeah, I'll probably drive to Kansas and see what I can do. <laughs> Quick aside, personally, I hate the all black uniforms. I think it's lazy. This is just in general. Whenever a team goes all black, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Tulane did it this past year, and I was like, dude. None of our uniforms have ever featured black. This is See, just... I'll agree with that. The Eagles have worn black uniforms for years. This is just mm-hmm. the first time they were able to actually wear the black helmets with it because of the new rule. Um, so they've they've been doing black for like 10, 15 years as an alternate uniform. So I, I give them credit for that. But I do agree like when teams ran with these, like, like the commanders. doing oh, yeah. them, like they, they, they have never been black ever. And they have an all black union now with a black helmet like. Doesn't really make sense to me. I was me. complaining to my roommate. I was like, this just looks terrible. I was like, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely lazy to be like, oh, our alternate is like the all black. Because it's like, that's that's wow. just, that's just anyone can claim black. Like, you don't have to have <laughs> any, you don't have to have it anywhere on your color scheme and be like, well, we're doing a blackout. I know there's been like some talks with the Chiefs fandom being like, oh my God, why, why can't we do our all black jerseys? And I was like, Cause it would look terrible. Like this isn't we're we we can't just switch to all black when we have all reds waiting in the wing. You know. I think all black would look fine. I just think it would be kind of lazy. I would rather them do, uh, maybe an all gold, although it might look kind of gross. Or, <laughs> or what I really would like to do is since we're allowed to do an alternate helmet, I'd kind of like to do a white helmet, maybe with like a red face mask. How do you feel about those like? alternate helmets that were like our throwback ones back to when we were in houston yeah those but they're the same they just had a different sticker on them. i'm talking about like a whole different color where it was where it was like literally just the state of texas yeah on the kansas city uniform yeah it was, you know it was it was fine i was like well come on let's we don't need <laughs> like they have a team it's not like we're it's not like we're putting the state of Con- connecticut on the side of it <laughs> Like we're, yeah. we can we can manage with our own identity at this point. Um, I personally will not be buying an all black jersey if the Chiefs decide to bring it out. I know it's like you know like those jerseys that are hello like a Larry Johnson all black jersey from like 2010 or something. Yeah, that you see in the stands. Yeah. Yeah, it's like what? Come on, guys. We. We can move past the guy who is spitting on teenage girls in the stands. Like, 
I've always thought those were interesting because we never have worn them in a game. No. The like black Chiefs jerseys that you can buy, or even like they have gold ones you can buy, and we've never worn either of those in a game. So I don't know why they sell them, but I guess they do. I think it's just for like alternative stuff. I mean, you know, they're always worn by like the equivalent of the 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 cow. This is our year, Cowboys fans starter pack. <laughs> yeah, like it's, <laughs> like it's always the, way the, too the, je- the jean shorts that are like halfway down your shin. Jean shorts, Jordan 14s, and a fitted cap. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we can, we can move on from this tangent. I know Conrad's probably clutching his fist as we speak, but <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, let's talk playoff preview. We kind of touched on it. How are you feeling about facing Joe Russell this week? Well, I mean, I think I'm playing him at the, the literal perfect time, which is, uh, you know, a blessing. Um, no hurts is huge because, as we kind of mentioned all year with Joe's team, it really is a three-headed monster with Hurts, Eckler, and Hill. And you take away one of those heads, and uh, you know you really cut the whole team down. Um, but, obviously, uh, obviously, when he's at full strength, he's incredibly dangerous. But um, you know, who are we? Who who? Which uh, which QB would be up to bat if? Uh... Jalen Hurts can't go. Well, he didn't sign anyone else, so as far as I can tell, uh, <laughs> uh, Deshaun Watson, he who shall not be named, is uh, going to get the start this week. How do, um, you, how do you feel about potentially taking down the team that would be starting Deshaun Watson? Well, morally, I would feel just great about it. Um, you know, really, it would be good for the league as a whole to not see that man win. Um, but just logistically, he hasn't looked very good since he's come back, which you take two years off playing football, that's probably going to happen. You can't just do nothing and then come into real games, even if you are playing the Texans. But do you, think, do you think that there's some chance for Deshaun to be back to full strength this season? Or are they just like just – I don't know. I think this whole season is kind of screwed up for them. Plus, I mean, you have Chubb who can run the ball really well. And they're kind of – I mean, they're not fully out of it, but they're kind of out of it. I mean – with the Bengals and the Ravens in their division, they're not really going anywhere. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, yeah. I I was just say this. I'm not afraid of Deshaun Watson this week. Um, <laughs> well, I am kind of afraid of Deshaun Watson. I'm afraid for other people because of Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I, yeah, he's a he's he's a he's a bad dude. I don't want to. But you got to give Joe credit that he drafted this guy on draft night knowing he was going to sit there and he held on to him for like 12 weeks and Hertz finally went down and um you know now he's here to now he's here to play um I mean you look at the waiver wire there really wasn't anyone better than like see Conrad picked up Mac Jones like there's not it's really really nothing else better than him Chandler Jones literal son (laughs) yeah that that play was absolutely ridiculous but, I, um, I need to be saying yeah. that sometime soon in a fantasy football way, you know? Just oh, like, yeah. Had it, going to OT, and then they just throw it away, yeah. you know? Personally, I would not even consider having Mac Jones. I mean... No, I there's no fantasy value in that because he, he's a bad quarterback <laughs> and he doesn't even run. Like, there's, there's no value in that. If I'm Conrad, personally, I roll the dice with Gardner Minshew. I don't think a lot of people would be excited about it. 
But I think if you have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and, you know, you've convinced me. Give him some Mike Leach power. <laughs> I, think I, would, I wouldn't hate that. I mean, I wouldn't – I would probably start him more – I mean, he's done it twice now. You might take a chance on Brock Purdy. I mean, they have – the thing is they just have so many weapons in San Fran. But the, the, the last thing I'll say on my matchup is, uh, you know, obviously I think – all my guys are, are peaking at the right time, although I do have a glaring weakness at wide receiver too. But um, Derrick Henry this week, I'm very fortunate. He's playing the Texans, who he's had like three consecutive 200-yard games against. So uh, really, huge. everything's coming up Metcalf this week. So hopefully – oh, and and some kid just committed to Arkansas named Metcalf, so really we're growing in numbers. <laughs> so really, uh, you know, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be an electric, uh, electric matchup. Tulane currently, if we're talking, if we're talking, if we're talking a Metcalf related football, Tulane got a transfer from IU recently, so that's pretty. Yeah, exciting. well, I mean, IU's football program is just <laughs> absolutely abysmal, and all the good players transferred away. I don't know why we kept the coach. Like, if all of your good players transfer, you got to fire the coach because clearly that means that no one believes in you. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not to harp on two-lane football, even though I will be seeing you at Hooper's to watch the Cotton Bowl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> me and Katie are watching it January 2nd. Um, well, good, because I have plans January 6th. Other than that, um, <laughs> uh, the two-year anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The two, yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go pay pay some remembrance. Um, <laughs> Tulane is returning every their well we've had no transfers of people who played in the AAC championship and we also are returning Michael Pratt so that's big yeah that is pretty exciting I'm not sure how much Tulane you watched this year but I think he was our second best offensive player behind I would say I watched more Tulane games this season than I had in my entire lifetime of watching football before this year (laughs) <laughs> I think I watched like seven or eight games this year of Tulane. I think I'd watched maybe two or three ever oh before then. God, so seven or eight Tulane games, I dude. I was all in on the wave, bro. I was betting on them like every week. <laughs> they were they were a pretty fun team this year. I think I ended up either going to five or six in person. Um, it was awesome. The yeah. AAC championship game was something to behold. Uh, it was like a fever dream. <laughs> showed up an hour before just to get seats, and we still ended up with shitty seats. You know, just, I've, yeah. Nice I I fully adopt teams in uh, this league uh, besides K State because I was grew up a KU fan. But Arkansas, <laughs> since we've come like all gone to Arkansas, I've watched so many of their games, betting on them all the time. Tulane, Adam with USC, I'm all over. Um, if Conrad had a college team, I would maybe be all over him. Yo, he does have a college um, team. It's Michigan oh. and the entire Pac-12. Yeah, Michigan's a little bit tougher for me because they're in, like, the Big Ten with me, but we're not really contenders. So I definitely would always rather see, like, Michigan over Ohio State. Sorry, Dawson. But, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I'll re- I'll if, you're re- in this, if you're in this league, I'm kind of all in on your teams. I'll be watching your games. Tulane are definitely the most – I don't want to talk down on the other we, – play teams in this league but you know if we're talking ohio state michigan honestly k-state usc and then you got two lane there like there's something in the there it's a little different you know if you're we're not a we're not a powerhouse we were well you are like the 1998 national champs or something like that but it's true we were the 1998 national championship it was the last time we were ranked up until this past season <laughs> 
Um, yeah, no, it was great. I expect everyone to be cheering on the green wave over the uh, USC Bia team. <laughs> like they just, I don't know. Lincoln Riley just brought all his problems. Wait, you guys are playing USC in the top you, you didn't know we were playing USC? <laughs> oh, man. Now, now now, I'm between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> <laughs> I've been riding USC all year long. I don't know what to do. Uh, Adam has literally named himself Pro Metcalf Chairman. I don't know if I can walk in there and root against him. He did rename himself at, from uh, Anti-Jack Chairman after – <laughs> dunking on conrad for most of the year yeah i don't know it'll be a i'm sad i can't watch it with adam this year but i'll definitely be shooting him texts during um I, oh I, I believe the group chat will be active <laughs> the one thing that's been swaying the line right now has been that usc has been um there's talks of them like well not sitting their players but like players sitting out because you know of the draft but Mm-hmm. But There's, but Caleb I, Williams isn't eligible for the draft though, so that's the biggest player, and he might not sit. So yeah. I mean, the, the, he really has no reason to sit. So yeah, I think it. I I mean, I think he'll most likely play. Um, like for sure. But you know, if they're missing like Jordan Addison, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it'd be a big loss for him. Yeah, I'm. I don't. Also, like Tulane, they're uh, they're a top tier team. Like <laughs> we don't lose to Southern Miss. I think we're talking like ranked over very very good like i think we're talking about a top 10 in the nation yeah fair enough Anyways. all right well uh so move on move on to conrad's matchup yeah i guess we can <laughs> i guess we can look to conrad let me let, let me let me pull up his boys real quick oh i got it up uh yeah so you know he's currently starting for... he's got he's got golf in there right now but we'll see how long that lasts um you, got... you were mentioning earlier though sorry to go back to it but Jalen Hurts is not going to play this week. He's not? Like, you said there's a chance he's not playing this week. Like, the, he may come back at some point at the end of the season, but there's no chance he plays this week. Why do you Why do you say so? Because that's what the medical reports are. He hasn't he's been played. ruled out. Like, I'm not saying he's been ruled out, but there's no chance he plays. Fine. I guess I have to start Trevor Lawrence in general just because he plays on Thursday and not on Saturday. But fine, 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 fine. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, going to Conrad's matchup here, uh, you know, Dawson, as we've said all the, the last several weeks, he's got the better team. I think you can say that against pretty much anyone he plays. He's got the better team. It's a matter of if they show up, you know. Um, I mean, let's just let's take a look at here. Who, who he's currently still riding with. Justin Fields, you know, he's back off the bust potential that we all thought he would be. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Miles Sanders, Aaron Jones, Travis Etienne. I'm not mad at those running backs. I definitely think that he doesn't have any weaknesses. Maybe kicker. <laughs> like, <it's> just... <laughs> oh, yeah. Panero's terrible. I don't know why he's starting Panero. <laughs> but, um, like, I mean, cool. Etienne's got a tough matchup. The Jets have a good defense, especially if Quentin Williams plays. Um, you know, Miles Sanders is probably going to get more touches with Fields or with uh, Hurts out. He'll get more carries because they won't be doing QB run as much. But um, then again, they may be queuing on that. You never know. Um, Jones, it's a big game against Miami. Um, so they may be throwing it a lot. Miami's got a good offense, although they've been sputtering. 
I don't know. Diggs, I feel like, especially playing the Bears, you can always count Diggs for like 20 in those kind of games. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I would be definitely, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm hype if I'm Dawson right now. I know it's probably that Conrad has been whispering in his ear about how Jared Goff is the, <laughs> like the new, the savior, but I, I'm, yeah. I'm in Well, a- I mean, I look at Conrad's team, like the, the key to the whole thing is Travis Kelsey. Like he has more than anyone else. I mean, AJ Brown a little bit, Saquon a little bit, but more than anyone else, Kelsey has the potential in a given week to just go for 40. And mm-hmm. if he does that, then that totally changes this matchup. So not that he will, although Seattle is really bad, but that's the wild card to me. I mean, everyone else kind of hits their projection on Conrad's team, then he's going to lose. But, if Kelsey goes uh, nuclear, then he's got a shot. I think it's – I'm of the opinion that it's going to come down to Justin Fields popping off. I mm-hmm. wouldn't say that Saquon's a lock to bust, but I definitely think he's been having some strong bust potential recently. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't want to say that a stretch – I mean, the last five games he's failed to eclipse 10 points twice – granted and the times he's popped off in quotes are like he's just had three like a touchdown in each like if you remove those touchdowns very mediocre weeks like yeah um, yeah i mean he's definitely not playing like he was you know the first like six weeks of the year but you got a good floor for sure i mean you fields points an interesting point because they're playing the bills and i mean there's a chance the bills just absolutely dog walk them and they don't even get you know a shot bills have great pass rush mm -hmm. i don't know it's it's definitely a bad matchup for Fields, but he's proven that at any given time you can just get like a seventy yard run, which for a quarterback like completely changes your week. Yeah, I uh, now I'm I start. I mean, you definitely start Fields with confidence over Tom. Oh Brady, yeah. Oh yes, yeah, especially over Tom Brady, <laughs> which is a crazy statement to be saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, fair Starting, but you know that's just that's just Justin Fields at this point. You know, yeah. like, that's what a running QB does for a team, you know? Oh, yeah. But I I don't know. Are you scared if you're Conrad, or do you just go in with, uh, like, full confidence? I know he will not shut up, like, during the Sundays, and, like, I will know before my phone tells me, like, that... That Najee is him. A touchdown. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean... If Conrad, there's a couple pieces you're nervous about. Um, you're nervous about A.J. Brown not having much uh, success without Jalen Hurts, who he's built such a rapport with. You don't know how he's going to fare with Minshew. Um, you're nervous that, as you said, Barkley continues to struggle a little bit compared to his normal ceiling. Obviously, Najee at any given point, it feels like could go back to just being nothing. He's had a couple good weeks, but he was struggling for so long. Obviously, with Godwin and Deontay Johnson, their quarterbacks just aren't very good. So, like, mm-hmm. you definitely worry a little bit. But I think the biggest thing you worry about is the fact that this game may not be up to you. It may be up to Dawson. Like, if, if like, in my matchup, I feel like me or Joe, if we're like, all right, we scored, like, 120 points, like, you feel like you, you won the game. But, like, mm-hmm. in this matchup, Connor could score 130 and Dawson could score 140. Like, that's just the kind of team he has. So, that's the biggest concern I would say is that it may not be up to you. It may be out of your control. Like he definitely drew the worst matchup between me and him. Like I definitely feel like I got a better, better shot this week. 
Yeah, I mean, Kana fumbling the bag, not getting the bye, and then also being on the side of Dawson. Like, yeah. well, like he had a chance to be the two seed and then have either, like, what? It would have been, like, yeah. you versus... Wait, if it would have... Yeah, no. So, yeah, it would have been, like... <clears throat> Joe I probably, would, I probably would have played Joe last Anthony. week. Yeah, like it, it just, I don't know, it could have been a lot better for him, but. Yeah. <sighs> well, that's the interesting thing about the fact that our league doesn't reseed because, you know, I upset the three seed, but now I get to play the two versus if we reseeded, I would have to play the one because I'm the lower remaining, kind of like the way the NFL actually does it. But, you know, sure. we stay blessed. Yeah. Do we, wait, does the NFL reseed? Yeah, they do. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think the science of tournaments is really interesting and just, like, what constitutes, um, Mm -hmm. like, a fair shot. I mean, if we're talking, like, fairness, um, just in general, I mean, it doesn't really happen for – well, it doesn't happen for football. I mean, sometimes it happens for basketball, but mainly it's for individual sports, like a round robin. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's the know. thing about the NCAA tournament basketball. Like, the yeah. fact that they don't reseed is what's crazy. Because, like, if you're the 16 seed and you beat the one seed, which, like, never happens, then all of a sudden you have a fairly easy, in quotes, because you're the 16 seed, you're still mm-hmm. a bad team, but, like, an easy path then because you beat the one seed. Like, they don't they don't reseed you and make you go play the two seed. So. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Um, I mean, it also allows us to do March Madness, which just makes them – oh yeah buku money um you know it's like just the fact that we can have cinderellas and upsets um i'm not sure who sends it every year it's either conrad or will but i'm looking forward to rewatching the john boys <laughs> chart party oh yeah of the tournament i gotta start getting back into college basketball because i was not paying attention at all last year and then i don't know i did all right i'm probably just do the coin flip bracket again i'll just have like the top two seeds win their first uh like first round and then just coin flip it and see what we get fair enough i could see conrad was i mean conrad ended up winning but he was not super excited about the idea that the coin flip bracket could beat him (laughs) well last year was ridiculous like that was the as far as like the tournament goes like the most high seeds were going the farthest, like ever. It was everyone's uh, bracket was just destroyed. I think a big reason for that. I saw a lot of talk about this, just because you know it's like the science of an upset is really interesting. Um, I think it's just because like a lot of they're like just with social media and huddle and like having dedicated recruiters, like you're able to find like not. You're you're able to find six two white guys. <laughs> oh yeah, like, well the three the three pointers changed the game completely. But mm-hmm. you know yeah. this is a story for another day. I feel <laughs> like we should uh, you know short week this week because uh, there's only two games really going on because the Sackers pass and everyone else is out of the playoffs. So should we make predictions? Should we predict what goes on? Yeah, I'm d- I'm down. We can we can end it with some predictions real quick. All um, right, that works for me. It is the holiday season. We need to uh, do some festivities. Let's let's break it down. What do you think is going to happen, Riley? Let's um, have an entire bracket. 
Yeah, well, uh, you know, we'll start with Conrad's matchup, uh, Conrad and Dawson. Um, I'm going to pick Dawson. I'm going to pick him in a close one, actually. Um, I do like Kelsey to have kind of that crazy week I mentioned. Um, and, you know, with Dawson's team, anytime, you know, some of these guys may struggle a little bit and just not live up to their ceilings. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think Dawson gets this done. Um, it would be a real disappointment for Dawson, I'll just say that, if he uh, – dominates like he did all year long and made the great moves that he made and gets mm-hmm. the one seed in the bye and then loses his first playoff game. That would be a real disappointment for him. <laughs> um, so I don't see it happening. I think he gets it done. You know, good locker room culture over there with Empire Strikes Back. And uh, I think the Sun King falls. I think it's definitely going to be a toss-up. Um, yeah, I just uh, – I don't see Conrad, like – not ruining my week if uh he wins this there's just gonna be a lot of do you know who him is um (laughs) as much as i love him he does tend to get a slightly (laughs) annoying in the group chat um i think it comes down to a coin flip it would definitely be a bag fumble for dawson if he ends up losing i mean not only did he make really good trades, like being able to have Devontae Adams and Stephon Diggs in his wide receivers, while also getting Travis Etienne for a Popeye's biscuit. Um, it was just still the the move of the year. I mean, you know, we can we've debated it enough about whether it was fair or not, but the move of the year. Yeah, I mean, it obviously wasn't fair. I mean, but you know, that's just what it is. I think it comes with Tommy Mitchell being in the league is that like some one-ups are not going to happen. <laughs> but uh, it's just, and also just having Justin Fields here, like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, like looking into that waiver wire pickup, like after trading away a worse quarterback at this point, Kyler Murray, I know, People would disagree, but I think Justin Fields has a lot more potential, um, uh, which is... I yeah, and he doesn't uh, lose every time there's, like, a new Call of Duty drop or anything like that, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, he can finally get back to double XP weekend. Like, <laughs> just... <laughs> Conrad, or Kyler is playing is so much Warzone while he's hurt, I guarantee you. Yeah. Um, it's... Watching zero film. It's nice, it's nice. <laughs> It's nice. Um, yeah, he gets he gets to finally just collect his paycheck and you know stream <laughs> on Twitch or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I by no means will say it's a lock, but I do lean towards Dawson in this matchup. Um, I think that's fair. I don't think anyone would disagree, besides maybe Conrad himself. But mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. How are you feeling about yours? I guess you know I, I mentioned a little bit earlier, but I'm I'm feeling great. I think I get it done for sure. I'm not going to say it's a blob by any means. I think it'll be close, but uh, I think I get it done. Um, you know, I get a I get some luck this week. Obviously, we've mentioned it several times, but with Hertz not playing, I get some luck there. But I get a lot of luck on my end with matchups. It's a great week for me for matchups because you got Mahomes and Pacheco who's playing Seattle, who's just terrible. I mean, oh, they're both going to rack up points. I think Mahomes gets a bunch early, and then we just start running the ball with Pacheco during the clock. Um, and then Derrick Henry obviously gets Houston, which is his best team to play against. He just dominates the Houston Texans. 
And then, you know, DK is playing the Chiefs in that same game. And uh, I don't know if you guys have been watching the Chiefs much, but our secondary is kind of garbage. So, <laughs> I think, especially against a guy that's like has the size of DK, like I think he just mosses some people. So, um, I definitely think I have some good matchup luck, uh, both just with my players and also with, with Hurts being out. So, I definitely like my chances this week. I'm going to be um, a whole different game if it was on a different week but uh you know that's how that's how the ball falls as pitzel once said so i'm gonna be a little controversial i'm gonna say i think joe will pull this out that's fine that's fine i don't mainly just so i can get it to uh we can have different varying opinions but i also think Austin Eckler and Tyree can just absolutely carry, and you know they can, they can. That's my seen, that's my big concern. We've seen busts just happen. Um, the reliance on two receiving threats in Philly is going to be a little scary, um, especially in what is kind of seeing what's. <laughs> we're kind of, I don't know. There's a lot of like stuff we don't know about Gardner Minshew on the Eagles right now. <laughs> like it's just, there's a lot of bust potential from the Eagles set from the Eagles uh, pass catchers this week. However, I am excited for, I think, I think it's going to turn into if Austin Eckler pops off, if Tyreek pops off and if Garrett Wilson pops off, you know, like I think mm-hmm. that are the three biggest things that you should be worried about. I don't uh, – Zach Wilson's back, right? Uh, he's back because Mike White's hurt, I think. Like, I, I don't I don't fully know what the plan is in New, Jer- uh, in New York, but um, I'm pretty – he played last week because White was hurt, so I don't know uh-huh. what the plan is for them this week. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I mean, Zach Wilson seems to just be a Mormon D-bag, but <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll – I guess it remains to be seen if he can have like a career resurgence, especially in the age where everyone's looking to get a new quarterback. Yeah. Um, I almost feel like he's, his time with the jets is over. Like you can't just get benched for Mike white and then come <laughs> back from that after being the number two pick like two years ago. Like, yeah, I mean, I think they'll trade him for like a second round pick to some team that doesn't have a quarterback and uh, you know, the Panthers maybe because they refuse to just draft one. And then, um, you know, Wilson? he'll get another Wilson? shot. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I would like to say Dark Horse on uh, Joe's team here that could go crazy and really change this matchup as uh, Buccaneers defense because really? think not, so? only is, not only is Kyler hurt, but Colt McCoy just got ruled out. So it's going to be Trace McSorley starting mm. for the Cardinals. So well, – um, you There's potential for like some a couple of pick sixes there, or some fumble sixes. Uh, just yeah. something to keep an eye on, something to monitor. A strip sack is in Trace McSorley's future as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we can just end with who do you think is winning the whole thing then? Uh, you know, I gotta believe in myself. I, I, uh, <laughs> you know, I can't come on here and say it's not gonna be me. I. Mostly, you know, I I think I win this week, which puts me in the game. And, uh, you know, from there, it's I think if my predictions hold and it's me versus Dawson, um, obviously he'll be the heavy favorite. 
but uh, I can't pick against myself. Can't uh, can't uh, doubt myself. Got to bet on gotta bet on my boys. Yeah, no, I'll, 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 I can't uh, fault you for that by any means. Personally, I'm leaning towards Dawson if Jalen Hurts is not healthy, or Joe if Jalen Hurts is healthy. Mm-hmm. But you know, if we got a pick, I'm gonna say Dawson. I think his team is just too good. Um, that even if some guys bust, he still like has just such talent on his team. I know he's had some bad back-to-back weeks versus Tampke, and then now, uh, I mean, he didn't have a bad week versus Tampke, but this past week, he didn't have a good one. But, you know, he was on bye, so it doesn't really matter. Like, I know Conrad Conrad was using it as, like, a taunting mechanism to be, like, wow, your team's not doing too well right now, but it's, like, if you get the bust out of the week, if you get the bust out of the way, then, like, hopefully everyone just regresses to the mean and he can have his good week, you know? Oh, yeah. I I had a bye, which is a, a pipe dream for a team like me to ever have a bye. But <laughs> if I did, I would much rather my team, like, absolutely uh, just wet the bed and do nothing and score 40 points than have them go off and score, like, 150 that week when I'm not even playing anyone. It doesn't count. I would much rather do that. Save the uh, Save the explosive performances for when they matter. Yeah, I think it's uh, I don't know, it's gonna be a good, it's gonna be a good week for fantasy football. I'll be watching somewhat intently. Gonna have to drive mm-hmm. to Kansas to throw some money on the Chiefs, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Uh, Adam and I, quick, uh, quick plug, we'll be in Arrowhead reporting live for the Seahawks game. Um, hopefully, I'll be seeing a lot of my boys live, which I think is hopefully a good omen. I'll be seeing three of them in that one game. Uh, well, also seen Butker's playing against me, so I'll be praying on Butker's downfall. And uh, no, no kicker over on Butker that day. No, and, no, uh, kicker <laughs> no kicker bet on Butker. Uh, yeah, and uh, anyone else? I, obviously, it's the holiday, so I don't imagine anyone gets together uh, much this weekend during the games. But uh, you know, hopefully, uh, uh, we'll we can get together guys. and uh, see something for the championship, maybe. Uh, especially well, we will have to, uh, at the very least, be there on Monday. That's the twenty sixth, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that that's probably a good time for the uh, the league to get together. Well, uh, yeah, relish in uh, the the act all the action of the weekend and uh, watch Declan, uh, you know, suffer a little bit. <laughs> it's gonna be a great time. I'm hoping that Anthony brings his coveted marb golds. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I think we can uh, close it off then. And I will leave you with this. Shaka, ooga, shaka, ooga, 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 shaka. I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me. Well, I hooked on a feeling about ben ben I'm high on believing that, dan, 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 that you're in love with me. All right. <laughs>